Hey there, this is MJ. I love Star Wars, and I love Star Wars The Clone Wars, and I just finished uh, Season 7, Episode 3. I'm actually so blown away by it but I, that I don't even know what to say. Um, I'm actually... Uh, so, a little insight into what I do. This is... If it's you're seeing this on YouTube, it's on my channel, Swinging Through Comics, where I mostly talk about Marvel Comics, because I like Marvel Comics better. Spider-Man's my favorite superhero, blah, 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 doesn't matter. Marvel had Star Wars comics originally... Uh, then they went to Dark Horse. Now they're back at Marvel. I've reviewed them on another channel, um, and I'm going to be reviewing all future Star Wars comics here. I've been reviewing The Rise of Kylo Ren here if you're interested in checking out my views on that. I talk about the sequel trilogy and stuff too a little bit in my reviews there of the comics. But anyway, here I'm talking about uh, Clone Wars uh, Season 7, Episode 3, which was called... Let me see what this episode was called. Um, it was called... Oh, I can't say the name. On the Wings of... Kiridax. On the Wings of Kiridax, that's what it's called. And I don't know if that's a reference to Wings of Pomenaeus, um, or if that's a reference to the song, uh, oh gosh, by Kansas, On Wings of... Born on Wings of Steel, I am. Anyway, um, but regardless, uh, I'm super into this. I wasn't very enthusiastic in my first review, because I actually had a sleeping baby in the other room, but uh, right now I am uh, not around a sleeping baby, and I can just talk about this episode. Uh, but I'm going to be talking about it while I filter through the different images I took, because this episode had so many... It was so good-looking. Um, the first and second episodes of Season 7 looked good, too, but they were more what we were used to. In this episode, we got to see brand-new things that we haven't seen before. And this feels a little silly to say, but even those droids that we saw uh, were new, because um, we... They just look like weird... I think... Are the, the original battle droids called Hellfire droids? Is that what they are or not? Because I thought they were. I thought I read that somewhere. But anyway, these battle droids, uh, which seemed like skinnier, clunkier, weird versions of the battle droids, um, were actually really awesome. They got to be amazing in this episode, actually. I was really impressed by how scary and intimidating they got to be. When they were attacking the villagers, uh, the Skako minor villagers, uh, they got to be really, really scary because... The way they were shot and everything, the way they moved, they looked like velociraptors, which I wouldn't be shocked if that was intentional, um, but it's just a really cool, I mean, not it's just, or and it's a really cool detail, um, so if they, you know, were cribbing a little bit from Jurassic Park, I'm okay with that, because uh, it just looked so great, and that whole battle scene at the village was really amazing. Again, it was something new. The environment of Skako Minor, uh, which I really took notice of this time as opposed to the other times for some reason, looked really incredible. Um, very vibrant, very lush, I would say. And, oh boy. Um, it's funny, The uh, this episode's runtime was only around 18 minutes, and part of that was actually the credits and stuff too, so... Uh, a whole lot got packed into this short amount of time, and I don't know uh, why that is or what that was. Uh, also, huh, that's interesting. Anyway, I don't know why why that is or what that was, but uh, it was really, really good. Um, I mean, it was just basically them getting Echo, you know, securing him and then escaping, uh, and then they f flee to the village, and then they're attacked there, and then they, you know, fight against the Techno-Union army. Um, you know, their new droids, which fly, <laughs> which, uh, you know, had these... Anyway, it's just, I was really surprised and taken aback by the fact that those guys fly and uh, then how intimidating they were on the battlefield. Really impressive. But uh, besides that, I mean, just, I, I don't know. It, it was interesting. Like, almost nothing happened in this episode. Um, 
except a lot happened. So much happened, and so much of it looked so good. Uh, like I said, I'm really impressed and enthralled by just how good the show looks. Clone Wars, in my opinion, um, whether it was the Genny Tartakovsky series with his hyper-stylized characters or the original Clone Wars that was meant to look like, you know, the Thunderbirds or whatever, with their uh, hyper-stylized, you know, wooden marionette-type characters, uh, has always impressed me. But, um, gosh, this season just looks so good. And more than just the actual rendering of the characters, which the textures are updated, they look really good, you know, the hair and cloth and things like that move really nicely. Um, and, you know, there's a good weightiness to the animation and everything. Uh, the, comp the composition of the shots is so beautiful. Um, I just, I really feel, and, you know, obviously I am, I feel so much like I'm watching a Star Wars movie, uh, when I'm looking at these scenes because of how beautifully crafted, uh, everything is. I, you know what? I'm, uh, right now as I'm talking, I'm, uh, doing something which isn't really an issue for me. I'm, uh... It's not distracting me too much from what I have to say. I'm uh, scanning in images uh, from this episode because I want to show them off while I'm talking or you can look at them. You know, if you're watching the video version, you can see them. Uh, you can see them uh, as you're listening to me talk and, and do this review or if you're uh, looking on the website, mgmunios.com, uh, you can see the images uh, in like a, not a slideshow, but they're all displayed there. I'm just taken aback by how beautiful these images are and how uh, great they look. Um, there's some silly stuff in the plot. Like I thought it was kind of ridiculous that, um, oh, anyway, I was going to talk about the aspect ratio being off. There's bars on the top and back, top and bottom. If you put it in like a nine sixteenths perspective, which is interesting, I guess it's more cinematic, gives better scope, but I just, uh, I, I was hoping we were past aspect ratios changing. I thought we'd settled on 16 by nine being the best looking thing, but I guess it's not because, <laughs> Uh, I, I guess it's not, I don't know. Um, anyway, I had a couple little problems like Echo being able to jump right on the, uh, Kiridak and like not falling off. Nobody assisted him. Uh, I would think like that guy needs physical help. Like he's been like, to think about how much his muscles must have atrophied, atrophied while he was plugged in that m machine. Um, there's something on his stomach. So I wonder if they have them on, on like some sort of colostomy bag type thing like there's some really gross realities to think about uh echo situation if he's been plugged up to that machine for years or i don't know a year i don't know how long it's been but it's probably been a long time anyway um like there, so he should have been weak he shouldn't have been able to jump on that thing um he should have like a big you know crazy uh beard and he doesn't which i think is silly and if they didn't want to spend the time to render uh i don't know it just it kind of takes me out of it, and it just feels uh, very unrealistic and, and silly that they wouldn't have covered that one detail. Um, so that's a little too bad. But overall, I mean, I was just blown away with the visuals and the action. The action was really good. The All the fights were really good. And um, I'm just really impressed by all these new weapons and ships. And, like, I wonder if the excuse for not seeing these in more of the Clone Wars is that they were experimental things uh, being used by the Techno Union Army or whatever. But regardless, they look... They looked incredible. The cinematography was really great, and uh, for the most part, or I mean, the action was really riveting throughout. It was interesting how much tension I felt for these characters, even though I know they're going to be fine. I know exactly what's going to happen. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen to these guys in this situation, but I know overall what's going to happen, and everyone's going to be fine. But still, I felt tension, and I guess that's the uh, the power of the storytelling on display here. So, anyway, I don't really know 
that I have much more to say. Um, so I'll go ahead and stop myself. Um, yeah, I will stop myself now. Uh, you know, this was a great episode. Uh, I can't wait for the conclusion in the next episode. I wonder if it'll be longer than uh, 24 and tw- or 25 minutes, which mm. I think is what the last two episodes were. Mm. That'll be interesting to see. But I do like that they're not um, holding themselves to a specific uh, timeline anymore. I think that's a very smart move because, uh, you know, this is non-broadcast television anymore, so you can... Uh, throw those rules out, and that's okay. I like that they did that with Mandalorian, and I like that they're doing that here, too. My little sub-series of Swinging Through Comics, or Swinging Through Star Wars, as I'm going to call it right now, can be found on uh, Swinging Through Comics, um, which is on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and mgmunners.com slash Thanks for sticking with me. Check out mgmunners.com for more of my work. I'm an aspiring author who will gladly accept your financial support through coffee, or you can buy my merch, uh, from uh, by merch from my Redbubble store, rather. Uh, relevant links are in the show notes. I've got a cool Luke design. I'm working on something from the Gendy Clone Wars, so hopefully that'll be up soon. If you had a good time, like and share this, subscribe, ring that bell to catch me. Next time, I'm swinging through Star Wars. And comics. Do, do it for both. St- stick around.